Tex Prison Story Family Salute, y'all. It's your boy Tim Snow. We got a special one right here, man. We're uh, honored to have my homie Sea Dog in the house. I've known Sea probably for about, man, about a year and a half now. He's been on the channel before, previous videos we did, we did a live, a couple other things. I've been on his channel, so we're real, real proud to have you here, Sea. We appreciate it. And he's also got his own YouTube channel that we want to help promote. So I'm going to let him tell you about his channel, what it's called, how to find him. And all that y'all go subscribe. See, you, introduce yourself. Okay, uh, my YouTube channel is called the uh, C Dog and Cooper Show Podcast. Uh, my usually my my videos are about uh, Mexico. I go out here and walk the streets and upload videos. You know things that I find unique that I might see that people find interesting. I do that, and at the same time, you know what I mean. I, I'm a, I go to church and I work with the church. I go to the streets. We go to the streets. We are. Uh, actually go and try to help the homeless we pray for them and uh we feed them and we have a uh well, we basically hold church out in the streets with the with the homeless we do that once we try to do it once a month you know what i mean if not you know every other month but that's one of the things that i do enjoy doing you know going out there and helping the homeless and, and you know reaching out back to the people that are out there lost you know man that's a blessing man and uh everybody knows i try to have people on this channel that of course been to prison, you know, have stories and everything, but also living better now because we try to, you know, set a little example and everything. So it's great to hear. He's actually told me that he's going to church after this video, y'all. So that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? So, but see, we're gonna get straight into it, man. Uh, I know you've been to California prisons, the state prison, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, you went to federal prison after that and we want to talk a little bit about the federal prison uh when you went down how, how long of a sentence did they give you when i went down the first time i went down to the feds i went down for a illegal entry right for uh, going back to the country illegally after being deported for uh for an aggravated felony you know so they gave me two years right that's what they gave me two years okay two two years and uh you you landed on a usp nah nah not the nah, nah the first time i the first oh, time i went to the fairs i, I, I yeah that was the first time I, I yeah no i would yeah i did like man one two three i did like three or four terms in the feds oh yeah. shit. hard-headed i didn't realize that all right so we'll get to, <laughs> the, to the first two-year bid then because there's a lot of people that uh they do petty crimes and shit like that you know white collar stuff they might get two years uh what happened to you where they send you for the two-year bid what was it like well that the first time i went to the feds i had already been in the state so you know doing time wasn't really nothing there, but uh i well i sat in the uh during the process it takes you know you go to court and all that so usually you know the process of going to court and all that it takes about like six months by the time you actually get to prison, you only probably end up doing like a year and a half or something at the place that you're going to be at, you know? So well, what, what ended up happening with me, I ended up going to uh to Oklahoma, Reno, you know what I mean? To the reception center right there back in the days, they had the old one, the old one, you know what I mean? It was a uh, four tiers, you know, one back, one side, you know, it was a four tier, the old prison setting style, you know, in Oklahoma. So, and, and the first time I, I got busted, I got busted going over there through uh through El Paso, Texas. You know, the first time I ever experienced being in El Paso County Jail as well. You know, yeah. And 
And they, so that, that they gave me the two years. I ended up going to Oklahoma from Oklahoma. I caught the, the plane and I landed in, in, uh, in San Pedro right there in Long Beach over there. And, uh, uh, yeah, San Pedro at the uh, terminal Island right there, just by the little bay right there by the little bay. Yeah. Yeah. Terminal Island. We had an inmate, uh, from down here that went to terminal Island when he was actually dying. I guess that's why they call it that. That's crazy. Hey, check this out. No, you know what? It's a medical facility as well. That's why, it's, you know what I mean? It's a medical facility. They send a lot of people like wheelchair people, people that have problems that are from that area. They send them there, you know? What was the, what was the El Paso County Jail like compared to a county jail in California? You know what, bro? Well, of course, you know, it's more, you know what I mean? In, in, uh, in Texas, there was nothing but raza, you know, and nothing but, but people, you know, like there wasn't, like in Cali, there's, there's more, there's whites and blacks. Like over there in El Paso, there wasn't that many blacks or whites, you know, in the county jail. That's one of the things I did experience there, you know. Yeah. Hey, when I went when I went fair, they sent me to Coastal Bend Detention Center. I think it's something like a thousand men, and there was probably five black guys and maybe fifteen white guys. Everybody, everybody else was Hispanic. Man, it's crazy. But that's South Texas. El Paso is gonna be like that. You know what I mean? It's you start getting into like the cities and stuff, it'll get. And a racial so that 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 bid on terminal island that was pretty laid back you was pretty cool with that yeah well yeah it was laid back but the only thing that did happen at that time back in the day that's when they they, they ended up doing uh i guess they had something going on in the in the in the federal system in the courts about the crack law remember the crack laws uh -huh. that's when the riots happened yeah back then it was 95 in the crack law you know what i mean they they had they had riots jumping off in, in in our institution in terminal island they, they, the riot, they, the inmates started burning stuff and breaking things down, you know? Yeah, they caused the riot right there. That oh, you were there when the, you was there when that riot happened? That yeah, I was there when the riot happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what were you doing when the riot jumped off? Was you lighting mattresses on fire? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, look, it, it didn't happen in our building, right? Like, I was in the old building, and the old building was like, like back in the days, like, like bar, bar doors, you know? So we was in the cell, and it was like, it was like one side, it was two sides of the building. It was just like three tiers up. But you know, hey, you know what? Back then, bro, it was crazy because back then they used to feed you good. We had we had HBO, we had Showtime, we had all that. And uh our our vending, we had vending machines in the building, you know? Yeah, back then. We had a movie theater. Yeah. Damn, movie theater too. Yeah, <laughs> well, we had a we had the auditorium where you go and we, we had the pool tables and that's where they would you know, move the pool tables, bring down the uh, the projector and all that, and boom, you know. Hey, they're still yeah. in the feds right now. Once a month, they show a unit wide movie. Like every everybody's kicking it back. They're making that little spread. You know, what I'm saying getting ready, got the headphones on, all TVs. Will be on <laughs> It'll be like a current movie, like something that's out. I don't know. Warden must be buying some bootleg CDs or something, but they. They played across that. I, that shocked me. I couldn't believe it. That was pretty cool, though. Like one night out of the month, everybody's kind of getting drunk, you know, chilling and just relaxing, enjoying themselves, you know. So, what what did you get the next time? Did you come back on? Was it another reentry? What did they give you when you come back? I know it just yeah, goes yeah, up. with trip, trip. Well, I got another reentry. Right, I came back, and uh, I was already in the states, and I was running around, you know, acting a fool like always, right, and. Uh, and I got busted that day. They didn't get, they actually, we was out there doing crime, but we didn't actually get busted doing nothing. So they just took me in and they ran a check on my name. They were like, oh yeah, let's call these people. The immigration, the immigration came. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, he'll be taking you to the feds. So now here I'm going to the feds, right? And when I go to the feds, I was in the, I, I had, I was, I had still probation. So I went up in there. They checked me out. They gave me a, what they gave me like, a, they gave me like two and a half years. They gave me 30 months. They gave me 30 months. And then they gave me like a year violation for the. Shit, for stacked the on top. Yeah. Yeah. Stacked on top. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did about three and a half years on that one right there. Then I know. Yeah, why, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I did something on that, right? Now, hold on, listen. Yeah. If, if you're there for reentry, what do they do when they release you? Like, I know that, you know, they'll take us to a bus station or something like that. Are you are you right to immigration and then they take you to the bus? Or how, do, how the hell they do it? Flying you down? Yeah, look, look, okay. Yeah, yeah, look, well, trip out. This is what they do, look. This is what they do, okay. When you finish your time, they'll come pick you up in the feds, and then from there, they'll take you to a county jail, the closest county jail. Like the federal, where they're gonna they're gonna keep you there, and then they're gonna take you to a little fair spot. It's gonna be like a little federal facility where they're gonna take you see that you gotta go see the judge, a federal, you know what I mean? The uh, the immigration judge. They got you gotta see an immigration judge to get deported because if you don't go in front of an immigration judge and they deport you, it could be illegal, bro. So they gotta they gotta take you to the spot, and then right there they process everybody and they deport you. It could take up to a month, you know. But then it, as soon as your 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 name is up. They'll put you on a plane, bro, and then you'll land wherever closest border, and they'll just throw you out, bro. Like, bye, get out of here, you know, wherever you at, you know what I mean? You on your own, you know what I'm saying? From that point on, it's like, for example, last time I got deported, bro, I went through uh, Brownsfield over there in Texas. Uh -huh. and, and over there, bro, hey, them dudes are wild over there. You know, the the, the, the cartels, they they kidnapping people, they extorting people, and, and, and all kinds, they doing all kinds of crazy shit, and they, and uh, immigration in Mexico tell you, look, man, you guys need to go to wherever you need to go to. Don't stick around because this is what's happening. And uh, and it's up to you, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? How you play your cards out, you know? Because right here in Mexico, your life is hanging on a string, homie. You know? So you basically better have some family waiting on you or something? Or you, you're fucked or what? I mean, <laughs> what happens? Yeah. I mean, like, damn, they just toss you out in, into this jungle. You got to go rob somebody. What the hell? How are you even supposed to make it? Yeah, well, you know what I mean, and that, that's where uh, that's where your your survival skills kicks in, homie. And then your survival skills kicks in, and it's like, man, it's it's a trip, man. It's a trip, you know, being somewhere where you didn't grow up at. They look at you different, you they, you know what I mean, like they they try to treat you different, you know. But other than that, bro, it's vicious out here. It's cutthroat, bro. You know what I mean, like like I was talking to my brother, and he was telling me that he he was he was dealing with some people out here. And those good dudes are dead already, bro. Like, your life out here expectancy is short, bro. If you're out here running around doing something you're not supposed to do, you know? No, you know what? Else, you know what's going to stick in my mind for the rest of my life? That's what I was talking about earlier. I was going to tell you is uh, we were on one of your lives one day talking about the murders and something. Somebody somebody said something about L.A. And I said, well, shit, Houston had more murders last year. And then we said something about Chicago having more than both of them put together. And you laughed and said, that ain't shit. My little city, right? You know what I mean? Like the, I think it was like six hundred murders. Yeah, like man, that 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 ain't nothing. You know what I mean? So for, for yeah. the worst thing we've seen in the USA ain't shit down there, man. So we know it's dangerous as hell. Yeah, you know, right here every year they're killing a minimum of two thousand people every year. Every year two thousand people are dead out here, bro. Straight up, it's yeah. crazy. I believe I stay my ass in the house as much as possible. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do, I do the same, bro. I'm not, I'm not really out there in the streets. I don't got no business out there, you know. Uh-uh. So look, let me get back to the feds though. Your second time yeah. when you got that and they stacked a year on you, where they send you then? Were you back to Terminal Island or did you go to a medium somewhere since you're back on a nah. or what? They went they shot now, nah, they shot me to Florence, bro. I went to Florence, Colorado. To Florence. So you waited yeah, that was another Huh? I said nah, they sent me to another long. medium. Yeah, you know, Florence Medium. That's where uh, yeah. Big JD from that show Prison Break Raw. He was over there. Uh, one of my one of my cellies used to be one of the speakers for the car over there in Florence at the medium for the uh Gallant Knights. I don't know if you remember they they got a car called the Gallant Knight car. It's a gang from that little mm-hmm. area, but that's probably about 20 of them or something. So when you get to Florence, how many people do you see from California there? Like uh was you riding with the Pisces? Was you riding with the California? Yeah, I was, I was riding, I was riding with the sewer. You know what the Sudan was like, right? That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I just wanted you to say it. I know. So when you get out there, how many <laughs> were there on the with you? Uh, they we was deep. The homies were deep over there up in uh, up in uh in Florence, Colorado. We were deep. There was people from El Paso, from Chuco. There was, as a matter of fact, I think there was a few Northerners on the yard too, as well. Low key, if I'm not mistaken, you know, like yeah. And uh, that time right there, it was laid back. And and uh, but uh, we got into a little ride with the with the blacks with the Crips, and we got into a ride in the over there with the Crips. Uh-huh. That's what happened there. A ride yeah, popped up. On the yard, okay, you know how in the middle of the yard, bro, was like straight in the middle, in the middle, like when the chow hall and everything's at right there. Yeah, right there, it was it was a big old rumble, bro. Was, I, I just remember, I just remember the homies talking about, you know, it was one of our people, and we, I was like, well, let's go, let's go do this, man. And we, yeah, we got into a big old melee, you know, people got hurt and stabbed, whatever. And uh, I ended up going to the shoe. I ended up doing like probably like probably like six, seven months in the shoe or something like that. And since I didn't have a lot of time, I had already probably been there for a minute. And uh, that term right there, I, I was in the shoe for a, a couple of like eight, nine months, and then from there. You know, uh, they sent me back to the yard, but I had to sign some paperwork saying that if something happened to me, they weren't responsible for nothing that would happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, right, one right. of them deals. Man, when I got <laughs> to it, them fools jumped me and Beaumont at the medium, man. I I was trying to get back to the yard. They wouldn't even do that. They they, they kept saying, my homies were telling the lieutenant, them, man, let him out. He's cool. Everything's fine. They wouldn't even let me sign a damn paper. They were worried about retaliation or some. I don't know. It was... It was trash. I wanted to come back bad, man, but I ended up doing better anyway, honestly. But so that's that's crazy, though. That's what I tell a lot of people, though. See, look, you're there on a short bid. You know what I mean? Not even there as a violent offender on these on these right here. None of that. And get into a ride in the middle of the wreck yard where people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline pulling out knives and trying to kill people and shit. Isn't that crazy? You never know. You can lose your life one day in their first day. You know what? The crazy part is that, you know what? Uh, uh, like you say, you know, one day everything's all good and the next day, you know, your life is on, on the line and, and the riot jumps off and, and, and you know, you're there for a couple months, but 
it's crazy because uh you know you're in you're over there fighting behind somebody else's fight you know what i mean like it's not even your fight it's somebody one of your homeboys him you know doing something that ain't, ain't right so think about it right are you willing to put your life on the line for somebody else right they expect you to behind somebody's fitting or whatever right and that it you don't want to but say if you don't then guess what it's gonna be you next and you know it you know what i mean it's crazy man like that that, yeah, you gotta follow you said, look, every episode. This is not the life you want. Pay attention to what he's telling y'all right here. You might go in there and somebody else do something, and now your life is on the line fighting for him. You know, you just met this man, or he you might not even like the dude, you know what I mean? But y'all just in the same clique. So I don't know. So look, when you got out of that one, that was probably, I guess you, you said about 40 months, probably 36 months, something like that. Go back to the feds hey. again, I'm gonna assume. So hey, hey I ended up the, the next term, you know, I ended up in uh, I ended up in Victorville. I ended up in Victorville too, right? I was in Victorville. It was a nice little yard, but it was Victorville one. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have the USP built yet. You know what I mean? They, they while we were there, they built that, and then they started sending people over there to the USP. But and that one, and that one right there, it was a, a riot jumped off in that one too. You know what I mean? A riot with the Northanians, as a matter of fact. You know? Yeah. A riot. I was just gonna ask you. I figured uh, Victorville, that's Southern California, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but there was Northanians right there on the yard. There was Northerners right there on the yard. Yep. Then here goes my next question. I was going to ask you, like, if y'all are on the same yards in the Fed, is it the same problem as it is like in the state? Nah, it depends, bro. Nah, it depends on on, on who's who's calling the shots. You know what I mean? Where's the information coming from? Where you know what I mean? Who's like exactly who's calling the shots and where who who's telling them how to you know drive the car or whatever, bro? You know what I mean? Like, who's the spokesman? You know. Right, I know. It all falls yeah, I, was I was wondering if they go like to an East Coast, uh, say, say, some North Siders and some South Siders at an East Coast USP or something like that. Will they put that down and just ride together for California, or will they still be separate? No, we're not. We're look. When I went to the USP, that's when it was like the Northanio and the South and all that. Everything was divided now. Like this. There was no unity or you know what I mean they're on their line and we're on our line and that's where it was different in the USP, you know what I mean? That's where all that changed. That's where everybody packing the knife, holding the knife in their pocket, and you know what I'm saying? People are getting killed, and that's where it, that's where it really that's where it's at, really. I mean the USPs, if you really talk about and you want to know about prison, homie, yeah. The USPs is where it's rocking there. You figure everybody got life, they ain't getting out, you know what I mean? So you know your life is really on a string on that one, but yeah. <laughs> everybody competing to bring something in and sell it to the same people and trying to yeah man it's rough what 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 usp did they send you to when you came back i was the last time i went back I, they sent me to uh i was in west virginia west virginia let me tell people what a usp is if they don't know that it stands for united states penitentiary but it's the feds have different levels they have the prison camp which is almost no security the low the medium and then the USP, the USP is basically the high maximum security, the big tall walls around it. And like he said, a lot of people, most people not going home, a lot of murders, killings, gangs, things like that. And it's a trip. See, when you first get off the bus and you're still in your bus clothes and, you know, you're still carrying uh, that fresh look and they can tell you new in there. How did they come at you the first like 10, 15 minutes in that USP? Did they ask? I know they asked would trip out on this the crazy part was when i got to the look okay when they sent me to the usp bro 
I had a look, I, I, I got an escape on my record and I got an attempt escape on my record. Okay. On one of the on one of my federal bids, when I went back to the feds, right, and I was in the county jail, I caught an attempted escape, right? And they stacked that on, on the federal time bomb, right? Yeah. So that's when I ended up in and that's when I ended up over there in uh, Hazleton, over there in uh, in West Virginia, you know, in the USP. Okay. So when I got to the USP, they sent me to the shoe. I didn't get they didn't shoot me to the line. They said something about my paperwork wasn't there. They was running games on me and some other bull crap. So they sent me to the shoe, homie. And when they sent me to the shoe, you know what I mean? That's when, you know what I mean? I landed with the homies, you know? And then from there, they, you know, they found my paperwork and sent me to the yard. But when I got there, homie, it was cool. You know what I mean? The homies are right there. Like, what's up, homie? You know, what's, what you run with? And, you know, as a matter of fact, I was with Panther. Panther, uh, the one that came out on, on Gangland, the one that they, they did that little thing about he killed his homegirl, Paz, because she was an informant. I ain't seen it. I didn't oh, see you didn't? You never seen it? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, that was my roommate. You know what I mean? That was my roommate right there in West Virginia and Hazleton. Yeah. Man, Hazleton got a terrible reputation, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah Allenwood, Hazleton, Beaumont, pretty much are the ones that you hear everything. Have Big Sandy. You know what I mean? That's where Big everything. Big Sandy. Yeah. Big Sandy's going off. You know, Lee County. It's just, you know what, all the prisons, like I say, you know, like all the USPs, you figure they're all, they're off ruthless, homie, because you're in the USP environment, you know, it just, it just, it just, it just matters what time it is of the year, you know, people just act different every time, you know, like. So when you was in the, the USP, the you see any, uh, <laughs> any, tex any Texas cats, like some Texas syndicate or Texas Mexican mafia, anything like that? Yeah, you know what? To, yeah, right there in uh uh in, in right there there was there was some dudes from the uh, Mexican mafia. Yep, they were in Texas. Yeah, from the Texas. Yeah, they were they weren't they were just doing their own little bid and they it you know they were doing their little bid and they were cool. There was some uh, uh some Latin King folks were there, you know, and uh, the DCs, the DC was there. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. Yeah, they were there. We were right there chilling, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, it, right there, it was different because, you know, it's like I said, everybody carrying a knife is more respect. You know, you get out of line, you get checked, you get beat up or get stabbed up, you know? Here's the question I've been wondering for a while, too, is how did the, how did, you know, we hear all the time about the California prison politics and how everything yeah. is like that uh, and the USP has it amazing, too. What was the difference? Was, was it about the same? Were they uh running california style or, or was it different or nah you know what i'm gonna put it to you like this bro to be honest with you i was coming from the state when i went back to the feds homie the last my last term i went to the state and from the state i went back to the feds the state's a whole different animal man it's just you can't you can't compare it to the feds no way you know it's just the difference is that over there in the usps is more open everybody got a knife you know what i'm saying there's the, the politics ain't 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 up to they trust me where I was. They weren't out, you know. What I mean, I guess it just depends on the person that's there running the show, right? But you know, that's that's my opinion because I've been to both places. I know, you know, like of course, when I was in the state, I wasn't in the level four, I was in the level three, though. I was still up under the gun, homie, with killers, you know. Right, right. You said you said it right there. What shocked me about the feds was the more open. Say when I walked in the wing for the first time, it was about <laughs> 15 minutes before rack time or maybe 10 minutes for rack time there was seven tattoo guns going off 
It smelled like weed in the air. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people jamming loud music out their speakers. In the, and I'm like, damn, this cop don't care. And the cop didn't care about none of that shit. Didn't give a damn. He smelled it just like I did. He heard the tattoo guns. As long as you wasn't killing each other in there, they didn't care what you did. And our state, the rules in Texas are so harsh. You'll go to lockdown just for letting your homie have one soup. Like, it's illegal to give a person a soup here and shit like that, you know. So I couldn't believe it. Like, traffic and trade, you can run a damn gambling shack in the feds. They know it and don't care. You know what I mean? So it was a shock to me. You know what? That when I would, do you know what? When I was in the feds, that's what I used to like about the feds. The feds, you know what? There was more money to make. You know, like me personally, I would make prune, I'll make wine, sell wine. I, you know what I mean? Do my little thing. The COs, they weren't really, as long as you didn't front them off, they wouldn't disrespect you, bro. Like, you know, don't disrespect me. I'm not going to disrespect you. They had respect for us, bro. It was cool. It was, it was, it was a cool environment, I think, you know? Oh, yeah, it, it was. That's what I'm saying. You can barely do some time in a convict time and, and spread your wings. And like you said, if some people make massive money. So it might take you a while to figure it out. But once you get it down, like you had your little hustle, whatever you do. I had a little commissary store, so I was stacking, too. You know what I mean, man? You can just you can get drunk in there or do whatever you want every single day. Nobody <laughs> bother you. Get too drunk, the homies tell you go in the cell, lay down. You know what I mean? That's just all it was, man. It was, it was it was pretty cool. What do you think was the craziest thing you ever seen in the feds? Uh, just some wild, violent shit or something. Well, like 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 the the shit that it was, it was more the in, in the shoe. You know the people that were like more rowdy, like they 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 didn't want to cuff up and come out the cell. The goons had to come get them and extract them. You know that's that's where it gets wild. You know. <laughs> it's crazy. I never once in my life thought about doing that. You know you're gonna lose when they run in on you spray with gas and everything else. Some guys losing their damn mind. The uh, hey. shoe the shoe and boat mine at the medium, it was rowdy back there. See, man, they would kick on the walls all night, yell, scream. There wasn't no discipline, they were just buck wild. It was miserable. Actually, I couldn't stand that. It was like being around a bunch of mental patients, wasn't nothing like TV. Yeah, that's where I was at. you know what. I remember one time when we were in the when I was in the shoe, I was in Canaan, right in Canaan, and that shoe went off the the, the black guys on, on uh, the two that uh, 9-11. they went off, bro. They were going off in there. There, the whole spot when it was blown, man. There was so much. Uh, uh, they had sprayed so many people, man. We could, we were getting, we were getting gassed, and we didn't have nothing to do with it. You know, they were, yeah, it was crazy in there too. You know. Yeah, that's like the very first shoe sale they ever put me in. The shower didn't work and the toilet had no water. I was in a dry cell. I was miserable, dog. I was beating on it. I faked the damn seizure and got up out of there. It was crazy, man. I just, you had to do what you got to do. See, listen, man, tell them about your channel and what you've been having going on, though, because you've been, you know, I first met you, you was, you was, uh, just guest starring on, uh, I think, what was it, a uh, convict perspective or something like that. And every time you come on the channel, their live would just right. explode, just blow up. You know what I mean? And everybody was loving yeah. C. We're really talking about some serious shit, but in all reality, man, you 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 have a personality that attracts people. You know, you. I told you earlier, you you always making everybody laugh. You know what I mean? In a good mood, uh, everything. So tell tell them what you got going on now. Like uh, you said, something about feeding the homeless, doing some other shit, stuff like that. But you also told me you have more plans for your YouTube channel. That's what I want you to talk about. Is a YouTube? What you got going? You know what? As a YouTube, as a YouTuber, what I what, the plans that I have, bro. To be honest with you, I might actually go out there, out there to the to the community and, and reach out to the to the people. 
that, you know what I mean, that can't do things for themselves, you know what I'm saying, to help them, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and interact with the, with, the, with the elders in the community, in my community where I live at, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to upload the videos, I'm going to upload what I do, and that's what I'm going to bring to the table, man, because I think people need to, you know, it's like, you, if you have a neighbor, go check up on your neighbor. You don't know he might need something. He might not be able to come out, man, help your neighbor, you know? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help the people, man. That's what I'm going to do in my channel. You know, so this is what the hell I've been wanting too. Who is Cooper? Is that your dog? Who the hell is Cooper? It's my little dog right here. Yeah, Cooper's my sidekick. You know, so I figure, you know, put him that's in the hard. the Sea Dog and Cooper Show podcast. You know, that's 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 my YouTube channel. You know, so you know, get at me. You know, it'd be a blessing. You know, you guys can reach out and subscribe to my channel, Familia. You know, and check me out. You know, I got new things and better things coming. You know, I'm gonna be in a better place. You know, I'll be able to. He's my mind, you know, because <laughs> right. over here in Mexico, you guys already know over here, man, is vicious, you know. You've had some, you've had some real good lives, you know what? Uh, I've enjoyed watching some of your lives. So crazy, there was that one, that one woman that was coming on. What was her name? Do you, you know, what I'm talking about. I can't remember. Uh, she would speak like, oh yeah, Sinaloa, Sinaloa. Yeah, I think so. She speak like Spanish and English. It was crazy watching her, man. All those lives were off the chain. Uh, man, yeah, you did. You've done some fire stuff. We're gonna man. do it, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. We're gonna. We, like I said, once I get over there to to where I'm going, yeah. Like I said, it watches. I'm gonna have a whole different get down on Michigan. Everybody's gonna be like, "Damn, fool, where you at? <laughs> let me yeah. come. Let me come through. Let me come through." You already know. You already know. You, you know how I go. Sea yeah. dog, man. I appreciate you coming through. Y'all make sure. Listen, his show is called the Sea Dog and Cooper Podcast. Type that in on YouTube. It's a YouTube yep. show. Uh, he, like I say, he's been guest starring on people's lives so long and doing things. He's really got a following. I know a lot of y'all that are watching this right now know who the man is. He's been on this channel before too. So we're glad to see him spread his wings and start doing his own thing and shit. Hopefully he can make it some bucks. You know what I mean? Support the channel. Y'all uh, Texas prison stories, pay attention to what C said. The main thing I want you to take from this show tonight is, is that, he was on that little small, tiny bid and was on the wreck yard with people trying to kill him. You understand? It can be you, too. Don't think that you're the tough guy or you're going to get away because you got a little two. None of that shit. You might, you might be the guy on the wreck yard that just got there and have no idea what the hell is even going on. You know what I mean? But now you got to participate. So I appreciate you coming through, brother. Have a great day, man. Enjoy yourself at church, and we'll catch y'all later. Uh, Tim Snow. Sea Dog and Cooper Podcast. Y'all go subscribe. We'll catch y'all later, man. Appreciate you, dog. God bless. God bless. Thank you.